0: Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. And today I'm starting to start a sort of new series where I want to bring people that were previously interns uh, here at Marvel, but now have real jobs. They're real people. Uh, we have Chloe Wilson and Liz Rand with us. Say hi, ladies. Hello. Hey. So technically chloe you sort of worked for for me under my department and liz actually worked for me years ago
1: many moons ago yes i was interned with judy
0: yes back <laughs> back when we were like managing the catalog i'm not actually sure what yeah. you did I mean, it
1: was a lot of there was a lot of like googling artists and then putting the information incorrectly it was certainly a learning experience i i thought it was really positive
2: one's—it's funny I didn't know you guys interned or worked with each other I don't think I don't think we were here the
1: same time well I was going to say I wouldn't say worked with each other Judy was my boss (laughs) smack smack yeah and I uh, and I Baked cookies on the last day, and now I'm here. <laughs> See, I <have>
2: secrets, guys. <laughs> Pay attention. I should have baked cookies. I could have been here faster. <laughs> I was, I think technically I was under Ben. Yeah. I'm not sure how that was divided up, but I was a digital media intern, and I ended up helping a lot with social media. Um, I input a lot of things into our website, just kind of typed it in, formatted it, whether it was press releases or articles or interviews. Uh, a lot of transcribing, but the big thing, I think, was helping out at San Diego in Comic-Con, which was awesome, which was the best. It was literally just everything you could ask for in any dream internship did
1: you, so what did that like entail? Did you go to San Diego or was it yeah. just, oh, that's really awesome? Yeah,
2: it honestly, how it happened was in intern row where everyone sits, we were literally talking like, wouldn't it be cool if we could like all just go to San Diego? And then this general intern email went out being like, hey, like we need help at San Diego this year. If you want to go, let us know. And we were like, there's no way this is real. So we thought it was like a joke at first. And then they were like, <laughs> no, like we seriously need it. Um, So yeah, so I helped uh, generally with, like, the live stream in terms of running it from behind the scenes, um, helping with, like, guest relations, I think you'd call it, just helping people find their way to the Marvel booth through the seas of crowds, and also helping live blog some of the panels, because normally that takes, like, Two or three people, so responding to like fan questions, just kind of writing down like quotes of what people say. The Women of Marvel panel is always the best one. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a crazy four days, but it was nice to be able to also get to know everyone like outside of the office too, which is really cool.
0: I think that Comic Con is like a really important thing if you can do New York or San Diego, if that sort of happens to be when your internship is, because of the three seasons of internships or semesters or whatever only only two of them will be part of a con and new york is a little different than san diego obviously san diego we we get thrown uh into this wild like crazy insanity uh and we all like pretty much live together um in a way and it does actually help to like meet people on the west coast um meet people in other departments Uh, And what I, what I, as someone who was an intern a A long time ago, (laughs) Uh, I, I find that you know the the job that I did as an intern and what I think both of you guys did is that you did real work. You know, we didn't like say go get coffee for you guys. We definitely, you know. Having access to the catalog to, you know, to mess up someone's creator's title, you know, or to 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 Marvel social media, which is sort of like when you first start, like, having control of something that's, like, 2 million followers or whatever, you're like, oh, this is really terrifying. But then you just get over it.
2: Yeah. It was fun. it Everyone is super nice, so it was just a lot of fun. But yeah, I think with the social media accounts, it's always, like, a little terrifying, and I gradually was like, this is a little better than it used to be, but I'm also just... It's a little nerve-wracking, but you get more comfortable with it.
1: I, think. I would agree, though, that it's definitely, like, real work. It's not, you know, I think sometimes when people think internship, like Judy, like you said, they, they think, you know, go get me co- make the coffee and kind of, you know, shred these papers and do filing. And while, of course, you have to do some of that, uh, but I think, uh, for me at least, it was definitely a learning experience in how things work in, in Marvel because it's a very unique office environment. And you have to like learn both, you know, the jargon and all that stuff and the culture. It's an important, you know, other, I don't think other industries do things quite the way we do. So it's a big learning process. It's a lot easier to get your feet wet as an intern than it is to kind of be, th- to, to jump in cold turkey. And I would, I would think. Um,
0: but definitely in the editorial department, I mean, as you work you sort of manage the creator talent so you're making sure that the creators are on schedule and that they're right to the appropriate books yes ma'am and like the way that we manage like talent here is unlike anywhere else i mean talent here is very unique and different and they're not located here like some of them you may never you may never meet because they may never leave their home country
1: it's always interesting when you actually go to conventions and then meet them. It's just like you are the, the face to the name. It makes it – and it's sort of for so long you, you learn this kind of free association. When you think of a name, you think of an art style. And it's like, oh, you are not actually a collection of pencil drawings. You are a human being. <laughs> um, so that's a, that was always, like, fun and interesting for me. But I'm sure, I, as you guys can relate, it made a big difference for me because I cared about it. You know, I, I was a huge fan before – And so it was exciting for me to intern because I I cared. You know, whereas if I was, you know, maybe working somewhere I wasn't that interested in, it would have been. A, I'm sure it would have felt like a totally different experience.
2: Yeah, I think kind of for me too. Like I was such a huge fan of Marvel that I, you were talking before. I think about how we like found the internships. I remember it really clearly that my roommates in college and I were just like sitting on our table, like looking on websites, and I'm just trolling the Marvel website for whatever reason, and I saw like the link at the bottom that just said internships, that had the email and all the information. And I remember thinking, I was like, all of these sound great. I think I might be sort of qualified for this one, so let me apply. And then I remember, like, I think a month went by and I didn't hear anything. So I was like, oh, like, that was fun that I got the chance. And then HR emailed me and I was like, this is this too late? Is this a scam? Is this one of my roommates, like, messing with me? And then it turned out it wasn't. And I think I ended up traveling to New York to interview here and I kind of got to like make a day of it just kind of sat down in the Pret downstairs and just oh, like Oh, the internship Pret experience. Yes, yes, you just sit there and you're like I guess uh, I'll hang out here for an hour. <laughs> I remember because
1: I had borrowed my roommate's shirt and I was so nervous about it and I was sitting there and I like bought juice which I promptly spilled all over my roommate's <laughs> oh, no. shirt and I called my dad afterwards and was like I blew it. It's just it everything went bad and it, it, it spiraled out of control very quickly, and uh, I guess I can't handle juice. I'm not sure if I'm going to handle an internship. Um, uh, Obviously, it turned out fine, but I think an important part of this, too, was the transition from being an intern to being an employee, because it is a big transition, Mm. and you come into it just being like, oh, well, I interned here you know, I kind of got this, and it's like, oh, no, but you don't. You don't got this. This is a whole different animal that you're dealing with now.
2: Yeah, it was nice to kind of be able to come in here and be like, oh, like, I know all you guys. Like, we still, like, tweet each other, and it's nice to kind of have, like, a support group already here because whenever I, like, needed help for something, of course, the people I work with, like, now day to day are always awesome. They're super helpful. But it was nice to be able to, like, hey, like, I don't remember, like, what key cards or what. Can you, like, help me out and tell me? And everyone's like, yeah, sure. Like, it's nice to have you back. And so it was really nice to kind of be welcomed back with open arms, if that makes sense. And it was kind of just like, we're happy to have you back. It's nice that you know everything already. And then also here's a billion other things to learn, too. So it was good. It's a nice feeling to kind of make the round to employee.
1: It is. It was definitely a... um i remember i very much remember getting the call that i got the job and being like oh my god i'm so excited and the person who called me was like uh, okay that's great uh anyway <laughs> it was um i, I, I geek what i'm trying to say is i geeked down the phone they were of course very nice about it but uh it, it's just uh it, it i think that's a reaction that um you wouldn't get from a lot of other places and it's unique to hear and That's why it was so important for me to work here and make the transition to employee anyway. It felt, it feels a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more meaningful because you've already put time in as an intern. So you already feel a connection to this place. It's not sort of this terrifying castle that, you know, you don't know anything about. It it does it does seem like it could
0: be a very terrifying castle. <laughs> I mean, I've been here so long. It's I I feel like I'm almost jaded to the way that the system, like the way that. The you know all all, all offices have in in house bureaucracy sort of like the system of how you request things or or get a meeting room you know who manages the meeting room stuff like that and I think that uh, Marvel has its own unique system and it functions and and once you once you figure it out out oh, this is easy like you know being able to you know arrange a conference room now for me is like no problem but when you first do it you're like this is terrifying yes <laughs> I don't know what to do and I and I think that that's a lot one of the things I think. A a lot of people who have interned with marvel tend to come back is because first and foremost i mean we know you we know you we've worked with you or someone in the office has worked with you we trust you there's a lot of very sensitive information rolling around this office at any given point in time you know uh and and also you you, you can come in and you can get a meeting room for peter like that you don't mm-hmm. even we didn't have to like worry about teaching you that system so it was fun
2: it It was just such a nice feeling because before when I graduated college, I started to work somewhere else and then this kind of worked out. So I started here in October and it was really just this feeling of like, welcome back, like welcome home. And I was like, yay, like this is what I wanted. Like when I found something after school anyway. So it worked out super well. And it's nice to kind of, know everything like what you were saying before.
1: I actually started here in October too and had a similar oh, really? I was living in Cambridge, Boston and I was actually oh, a lab okay. tech uh, of all things. <laughs> um and I and then I, I got I had applied for a job up here and I, I got the job and just sort of packed up and moved up to New York and it was it was very exciting. It was absolutely I sort of um, felt like okay, well, that didn't really work out, and that's you know, I was trying to gracefully accept defeat. And then when I found out, I did it. You know, it did work out. It was it was awesome. It was a really great thing.
2: Did you study science? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Just like all no, of. No, it science.
1: was it was it was kind of a weird thing. That actually was funny. One of the scientists asked me once. I was like, "Do you have a science background?" I Was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. I went through a temp agency. It worked out fine. Oh, but nice. uh, it yeah, it was definitely. I was very excited to come back to Marvel. Mm -hmm. um yeah Mm -hmm. what did you go to school for I I (laughs) should know this uh I went to school for um actually for publishing I went uh to Hofstra University and I got a degree in um a major in English with a focus in publishing and a minor in fine arts uh and with the intention all the while of going to uh of going into comic books um And it it was very interesting. Some of the stuff is applicable, um, I learned in publishing, but we were really focusing on book and textbook publishing, which um, functions completely differently. So while some of the things I feel, I, I don't know, Chloe, if you feel the same way, I feel some of my things were applicable for my education, most of what I took away from my education that's applicable here is sort of you can't give up when it gets hard. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's going to be hard, and you're not going to be good at everything instantly, and that's going to take time and concentrated Mm -hmm. effort. And that I learned a little bit more than just sort of, like, you know, different kinds of bookbinding and stuff.
2: Yeah, Yeah, no, I think that's, you're definitely on the nose with that. My major was called television radio, which technically, if you're thinking of, like, two, like, kind of outdated forms of media, those are literally the two that you think (laughs) of. Um, But it was nice because it kind of gave me the freedom to explore, like, digital media and things like that, so, like, social media, just being able to connect with people online, like, nude platforms, like, there's always Netflix, where we have, like, all of our Daredevil and everything on there, so it was nice because it gave me the freedom to explore things that I was really interested in, and it was nice because it did kind of segue nicely into this, so, yeah, like, don't give up when it gets hard, be open to things, like, certain things in the industries are always changing, same times, like, some things are always going to stay the same. Um, It was just, it was nice because it gave me the freedom to kind of do what I wanted despite its kind of misleading name. But it was it fit really well for what I wanted to do because I've always loved storytelling. I knew I wanted to work somewhere that had such a focus on storytelling. And I remember when I was younger, my dad had this really awesome, just like Marvel heroes book that I was always go through and I'd be like, I don't understand why there's ten versions of Reed Richards in here. And eventually, I figured it out. And I loved like all the Marvel movies. I loved just all everything that we did. So it worked out super well for me. So I can't complain.
0: (laughs) I I will say that the one thing my fathers always said what is what college is really for is going to school on time, getting to <laughs> class on time, and turning your 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 you know your assignments in on time. I think that that is the main thing. I mean, I would just go for photography. So, granted, I am doing photos here, but this is something that's like I don't really do it all the time. I do it every once in a while. Like, it's not my full time job here. But like like learning learning that you know just because you're sick. Uh, you can, you know, you can go to the teacher and be like, oh, sick yesterday. Can I take my paper tomorrow? But, like, your boss doesn't, can't hear that. Yeah. I think that is like, if you're going to school right now and you have no idea what you're doing, just get out of it That that the real world, you know, that there isn't forgiveness in certain situations. You really just have to not give up. You have to stick to it and, uh, and remember that, you know, show up to work on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what
1: I th- I'm gonna butcher this quote. I think it's Walt Whitman that's like 80% of success is showing up or something. I don't know about that exact that percentage of that exactly, um, but it's I, I felt the same way. And for me, it was very, um, I, I had a professor, a publishing professor who would say, you know, she's like, you're probably not gonna get that dream job. You might get, you know, if they give you a job and it's not quite exactly what you just take it anyway. It's, it, you is better to be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery and that sort of thing. It's, if you can get in that your foot in the door in any way. And yeah, but you have to, I mean, it's, it's tough and it's a huge blow to the ego when you work your butt off for four years and everyone's like, mm, nope, not interested. Um, but you can't, yeah, you can't let it, you can't get knocked down. You have to keep getting up.
2: Yeah, we have um, we had something similar. I just refer to it as the talk because, like, I can't think of anything else to call it because it was kind of that terrifying. Uh, when you are first year student at my school, essentially, there's a professor. It's like an introductory course. He'll just pick a random class and be like, okay, guys, instead of doing what's on the syllabus today, I'm going to tell you what your life is going to be like after college. <laughs> and he just goes, like, super in-depth. And like, look, the reality of it is this. Like, kind of what you're saying. Like, you might not get your dream job. You'll work really long hours. You're not going to be paid super well. So you really should only be here if you love what you're doing. And then the next class, half the class is gone. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're there and you want to be there, like, if you're happy doing what you're doing, then that's kind of all you need. So I feel like for me like i just really wanted to go to college and i think that was the big takeaway like do something you love or something that just makes you happy so yeah more life lessons out of college than industry ones <laughs> i think
0: yeah i mean you know, the other thing is that depending on where you go to school the the people that you will meet and your teachers and stuff like that are going to be are are the people that you can maybe lean on to for recommendations or help into getting into a job or getting a resume seen i mean i think that's probably one of the hardest parts about Looking for jobs is, you know, how many resumes does one, you know, one, you know, job opportunity get, especially here and now, like we used to, when Marvel wasn't as popular, like, it it was, you know, the jobs would, would maybe sit open a little longer now, it's like you know someone <laughs> sees it and it's suddenly like well it's also in Disney careers that doesn't help <laughs> Right? I mean it helps if you guys are looking for jobs you can hey. guys go to Disney careers and search Marvel you can look for West Coast and East Coast jobs <laughs> uh, but I mean like I think that that's you know the the unique thing is who do you know like who can you help because CB actually walked down to me he was like do you remember this like Elizabeth Brand girl and I was like yeah, I think she was a catalog at turn like, <laughs> like he definitely like he came down and asked me and you know that's uh, obviously, in house, that's that's definitely the Marvel way. But like you know, you never know. And when... I've definitely helped people out, and and people have helped me out when I was graduating college and getting a job here. Obviously, you know, so
1: yeah, yeah, it's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the transition to from intern to employee is very interesting because you're it um, it it was you know we all hang out together. We the Marvel family is really that it's a family. You're not just co-workers um and of course you're not gonna be best friends with it. it's a huge it's a huge staff obviously but i um there is a certain level of closeness and it does feel like uh like like leveling up sort of it, it there is a there is a feeling of like yay i get to be part of the club which uh is awesome
0: <laughs> well especially editorial does karaoke so you get to be part of that karaoke club <laughs> oh yeah
2: <laughs> I, don't, I think I missed karaoke the one time it happened. Someone was like, oh, you're going to karaoke? And I was like, no, I have to go to Syracuse, which was a way worse decision. But karaoke <laughs> sounded like so much fun.
0: Supposedly we're yeah. doing a karaoke battle with licensing, Uh uh, Alice, if you're listening to this, that uh, was your job to organize. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that that is, you know, the one thing that, um, why I've stayed, why so many, there are so many sort of Marvel lifers is that you come in here and you become a part of a family and, like, there are people that you can look to and you can help to. And also, like, we we work here a lot of time of our week, so we spend almost, we spend <laughs> more time here than we do with some of our significant others. Oh, yeah, I spend, <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. Um, and you do sort of, uh, and with that family, there's there's pros and cons, and definitely one of the pros is you know like you said, you, it, it, no one cares if you're sick or you're having a bad day. You know, you still have to do your job. But if something like if I um you know if I was having like uh, a little while back, I had you know my mom was sick. She's fine. She's fine now. But uh, I I could come in and talk about that, and it felt like a place where I could talk about that, and it wouldn't be like you. Yeah, and um so that's. That's a what's to me a real it's um, what I'm looking for incentive to kind mm-hmm. of work harder. It's that the, it's not just a, a faceless organization that doesn't care. The there are people here who care about you as a as a person and not just sort of as you know worker number five or whatever.
2: Yeah, and I think also with that, like, yes, everyone definitely cares about each other, but also what's been really helpful for me is that also, no matter where you are, people are always willing to help you all the time. So a lot of times, like, if I have, like, a question about comics, I'll go to proofreading and be like, hey, can you explain this to me just because, like, I don't get it. And it's nice to just, no matter what department you're in or no matter what position you are, I could go to any desk and be like, hey, like, I really need help. And they'll be like, yes, like... What do you need? Like, let me help you as much as I can. Oh, I do that
1: all the time, you know. And even with, like, continuity stuff, you know, what the hell's a Black Vortex? What what does that mean? What does this superior title mean? Yeah, yeah, walk me through this. Uh, And there is a very real geeked-out moment when, you know, the writer or the artist of your favorite comic book comes in. And uh, it's kind of – and then I have this giant internal struggle where I have to both be an industry professional and someone who just really, really wants you to sign this thing I have. Uh so it's it, it's that that's a constant struggle but a good one. Yeah.
0: I mean, we definitely have more and more sort of celebrities, quote, end quote, sort of coming into the office. And we've always had creators come in, but I think that around during retreats and stuff like that, they're always in the office. And I remember like the first time like I talked to Bendis, I was like
1: ah.
2: <laughs>
0: And now like it's just Bendis. Like it's just Brian. He's just, he,
1: that's just who he is. He's this short man, (laughs) short, bald man, just hanging out. He, uh, my boss actually sprung that one on me because he asked me to go, uh, he doesn't usually ask me to go grab coffee, but it's a, you know, once in a blue moon, and I don't mind doing it. I like to go outside. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? The air moves around on its own? What is this, light from the sky? Um... So I, I, he was like, "Hey, would you, you know, do me a favor and and get uh, a cup of coffee for me?" It was Brian Bendis. It's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you go downstairs to Pratt and spill the coffee? All the I yourself? immediately <laughs> spilled it into my eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, it 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 went okay, uh, but it there is that. In, but like you said, it um you know, and then and then it happens more, and then suddenly you live in this world where that's a normal thing for you, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I think. My kind of panic, geek-out moment was David Tennant was touring the office, I think, in the fall. And I didn't know in advance just the path that they normally go on the tours by. It just walks right by my desk. And I heard the voice, and I mm. saw the back of the head, and I just knew. And I didn't know what to do, because everyone was there just... <laughs> and they are like, hey, like, how's it going? And I was just like, what do I do? And I froze. And so I just ran to someone else's desk, and I was like, did you see what's happening? Did you see who's in that area? And by that point, he was gone, so I could go back. But I just panicked it was great he has that crazy
1: distinctive bird hair yeah that's what I saw like over the top of my desk
2: I saw it and I was like it has to be him because it's Recognizable, and I'm way, way too much of a geek about it, but it was fun.
0: I still remember uh, when we had Robert Downey Jr. come into the office uh, a couple months ago, and he's never been in the office before, and so he really wanted to go see the Iron Man room. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, he he, uh, there's a, there's a meeting. A bunch of the developers from Marvel.com are in there. And he just opens the door, busts in and they all go, (laughs) (laughs) And like, you know, like the shock look on their face, like couldn't believe it and he like shook every single person's hand and it was sort of like one of those magical moments where like, I mean, I was also having a moment at that period of time, (laughs) like this was something I'd always wanted to meet him, but I think that, you know, it's sometimes when we have these, you know, when we first started doing the movies, we never got the celebrities in the office. Like, now it's it's a regular occurrence, you know, it's it's really great because it allows us to build content that's very unique for Marvel. But And also, like, it allows it for, you know, to, for David Tennant or Tom Hiddleston or Chris Hemsworth to walk around the office. And, like, people who, who work really hard at this company and never get the opportunity to go to San Diego or New York or stuff like that, they get to suddenly, like watch this person walk by and it's like very, it's its very magical. For the to... record, uh, I've never
1: been here when Chris Hemsworth is in the office and I'm mad about that, just so everyone's <laughs> He's on the here same once. page. So, uh, I heard when Todd Hiddleston was here was amazing. Yeah, he hung out for like an hour and a half. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, he was um, obviously, like, we didn't like hang out, I just saw him, but <laughs> I heard him, he walked down editorial row and he was lovely, he, was, he seems like a very sweet guy. Uh, See,
2: that's the person I would want to meet the most, I think.
1: I gave his assistant a Deadpool book. That's awesome. That's the dream. He had two assistants, and I thought that was so cool. It's like, ah, oh, I never have to do my own laundry ever again. That is, that is so great. I,
0: I, like, yeah, like, I think, about, I think about, like, that, and I'm like, I don't know, I like doing my own. Well, granted, I live in New York City. I don't do my own laundry. I was going to say, don't, yeah. don't lie, you drop it
1: off. Don't lie. I take it across the street,
0: <laughs> and the same uh, uh, ladies do my laundry, and they've been doing my laundry for five years now, and I love them, and they know my name, and it's great. <laughs> for those who don't live in New York City, uh, there is a thing, a phenomenon, that a you great can do thing that, yeah, depending on neighborhood, normal. will you be in? Will depend on what type of culture it is, but uh, you literally you go to a laundromat and you can drop off your laundry and you pay for the pound. And they wash it, dry it, fold it in order, like an organization, and then you just come pick it up at the end of the day. Yeah, this has nothing to do with internships. No, 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 but but it's it's amazing. amazing. But it's
1: a great thing, (laughs) and it's not a thing I did when I interned because I was poor. So (laughs) did my own laundry. <laughs> uh, but yes, to to rein it back. Um, I think that if I were to talk to anyone, um, because I do get people like once in a while. Actually, the, a, a woman who works at the place where I get my coffee in the morning was talking to me about it, and I say, and it's like apply online and then apply online again and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. It's and it's not that part is not fun nor is it glamorous, and it I interned for me or I didn't intern but I applied and interviewed for a lot of jobs I didn't get and it's just gonna suck but it's worth it it's totally worth it Mm -hmm. it's
2: funny I remembered again like when I applied for the internship I genuinely did not think I was really that qualified for it so I was just like I'm just gonna go for it so and granted I'm I was trained in, like, how to write, like, a really good cover letter, but again, I was just kind of like, whatever, to the wind. So I put in as many Marvel references as I could. I said I was a fan. I said I was a true believer. I said, like, here are the things I'm a fan of. Like, I grew up on X-Men. Like, this is amazing. And then I signed my cover letter Excelsior, which I don't think I recommend for people to do. (laughs) And, like, I ask for it to this day in hopes that, like, HR just has it in, like, a ridiculous cover letter pile that... Oh, I, wish I think they have, got a
1: whole different ridiculous cover letter pile so. but that wouldn't even make make the running for. I, I will sure. say
0: uh, spell check. Spell check for sure. Make sure you spelled your own name right. What? <clears throat> uh, don't uh, make sure you spell Marvel right. That's very true. Uh, make sure you you know one one page resumes are, very, are really essential. The one thing about Marvel is I think this is still true is that when you apply online, there's like three blurbs that we ask you for um, that are like uh, uh, sort of like I think one of them is like how'd you gotten started in comics or something. I don't I'm something mm-hmm. I can't actually remember the exact questions, but they're on the website. Uh, actually, when we post this article, I'll post the link and we'll I'll show you that. But like. Make sure you guys write that in, like, a separate document and then copy and paste it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I think that those are, like, those are, like, the core of – that's the one thing. I mean, internships, we don't get that many resumes. But, like, definitely for, like, job entries and stuff like that, you know, double-check Everything you – like everything you send in like three
1: times, It's spell check is really your friend. Put mm-hmm. aside – definitely put some t- aside like some time. And for the love of God, if you're a college – if you don't use any of the resources your college offers, yeah, that's use the say. one. They will edit your resume and your cover letter for you because I went in there with some ridiculous just pile of nonsense and I came out with really – if you don't use any, if you've never gone to the library and you would be bleeding out your ears before you went to the nurse, just go and get your, like, cover letter looked at, if nothing else.
2: Yeah, a second opinion is always good, especially just, like, if you have your friend read to be like, hey, like, I just want to make sure, like, this makes sense. That was really beneficial for me just all the time when it was internships, jobs, here, whichever, just to make sure that what you're trying to say actually gets across to someone who isn't you. Um, and yeah again, especially college resources a lot of schools have really amazing like career services options that will help with pretty much everything and they're literally there to help you which is great
1: and if I were to give like people to also in the transitioning from intern to employee it's kind of um you know it's uh keep in mind that you're you're really there to learn they know you know enough to hire you um the of course you should always be working very hard but it's it's important to take in like i have learned so much and i still continue to learn so much from um from you know my boss and the people around me uh don't be afraid like chloe like you said don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it um it's it doesn't make you if anything it makes you look like you know enough that you don't <laughs> want to screw this up mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. asking questions i think it's always essential
0: because even now i so there are days where you i don't know what i'm doing you know, or there's there's systems or ways or like people, you that you may need like we, we deal with Disney a lot more often now. So like you know, D- working with Disney Studio Marketing, you know there's like ten people on this email. Which person do I actually email? <laughs> you know, like things like that. Don't ever be afraid to like if you ask a question, no one's ever going to think you're stupid. Yeah. that's never a thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. What were you? No, saying I was going to say kind of just in terms of big pieces of advice. Um, Don't be afraid if it's something you're really passionate about and you think that you are even just partially qualified for it. Give it your all always. If you do end up becoming an intern, which congratulations, then even then, like you should just keep giving it your all, like follow what makes sense to you. Just be really passionate about what you're doing. And I think in terms of that, whether it's asking for help or just using your resources, you really can't go wrong.
1: I, and even now, like, I'll do, you know, I'm not qualified to do this, but if we're talking about someone who we're thinking for a book, I'll make a suggestion. It's like, what about this person? Now, oftentimes that's followed by, like, oh, no, like, (laughs) that's a very, no, but it's, that's how you learn. Like, Mm -hmm. if you, if you ask, if you ask a question and get told, no, that won't work and here's why, you've learned something and don't, yeah, and to not walk away from that feeling like I've been chastised or something, Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's important. Getting it wrong is sometimes just as important as getting it right, as long as you, like, learn from it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking up in general, just across the board, whether it's asking questions or asking for advice, things like that
0: are really good. I would say that most people who work here are pretty loud people. Yes. <laughs> I think you have to be loud. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Always interesting. Yeah. Something new
2: every day. Yeah. That's very true.
0: Well, I mean, you guys are actually, I didn't say your title, so why don't you talk a little about what you actually do, what your title is, and then what your sort of like basic day-to-day is.
2: Oh, okay. So I think you referenced it like bits and pieces before, but my title is digital assistant and I kind of provide broad support to the whole of the digital media group. So a lot of that is just administrative things like phones, scheduling, making sure conference rooms are available. Um, But then on the other side, it also involves like analytics, some stuff with distribution, social media tracking. It's nice because I get exposed to a lot of different groups within digital media and just we're doing so much awesome stuff. So it's great to kind of have a little hand in each of those things. I'm trying to think of other things. The big thing for me is the social media analytics, which I've helped with before, and also distribution, which is a lot of fun, and I get to work with a lot of people.
0: I will say, just for those at home who don't actually know what the digital media group that is part of Marvel is out, so that encompasses all sort of digital media. We're get, that's going to include Marvel.com and all Marvel.com's like affiliates, so MarvelKids.com. It's also going to include all video games. Mm-hmm. That, um, so we manage, uh, The video games team is on the West Coast, but it also includes sort of like ad sales and sponsorships that work through digital media um, on, on top of editorial, which is my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing another team, but it's actually a really large group.
1: It is, um, and I am uh, a talent and scheduling coordinator, and what that means is I um, I keep track of what artists are on what books, and I tend to keep a vague idea of how fast they can move, and we track that in pages per week, so how many pages they do a week, and uh, for each book there can be uh, up to you know four different people working on it, and it's uh, th- you ha- think of it sort of like an assembly line. Someone plots it scripts it, hands it to someone who could do, There's, they could do layouts and then pencils. They could just go to pencils. So it's helpful to have a team of people who keep an eye on things and make sure that it it keeps moving. Um, so I, I do that, and I, then I get to sit, uh, my group itself um, helps suggest for, like, editorial uh, artists who might be a good fit for their book um, or, you know, people who might who might be able to help them. Uh, And it's really cool. I get to a lot of what I do is um, like sort of uh, analysis, uh, which I really like. But I get to also hang out with editorial, and I really like editorial. And they're a lot of fun. And I get, um, you know, I get to get a front row seat to who's going where, and uh, all of the, you know, the books in kind of their uh, their embryo form, which is uh, which is really cool.
2: I like that all of our departments here. They're kind of. They're not really segregated in any way. That's kind of just all mashed up to a certain point. Because I think I literally sit in the crossroads between digital media group, custom solutions, and television. So some days, like, when I don't necessarily have a ton of stuff to do, I'll, like, help custom solutions test something by making a paper airplane. And that actually happened once, and it was great. <laughs> it was an awesome Thursday. So it's nice just – I know, like, it – we sometimes seem really big from the outside, but, like, it's small and there's still, like, a lot of people here. But it's nice because you can get to know everyone and work with everyone really quickly. And that's how at least it is for my position because I'm all over the place all the time.
1: It's great. to um, And, you know, I work with people who uh, – yeah, a lot of people in my group are just – they just know so much about. Like, I went in once with, a, um, with an anthology book and was just like, I noticed the coloring on that. What's that called? And they were like, oh, yeah, it's this kind of, you know, it's this style of coloring made popular by this artist in this era. And it's really cool to kind of get that knowledge and, and have um, have those resources available to you, whereas I could have Googled it for half an hour and probably not, you know, still been kind mm-hmm. of confused. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it, for me, I I feel really lucky that I get to work so close to that. And, um yeah. Do
0: you guys have a social media or something that the listeners can follow you guys on?
1: You don't have a social media, I, don't have so- I know I'm old. I'm just like an old person on the inside. I don't have a social media.
2: That's like, my dad is discovering Facebook, so right now he's on the all BuzzFeed post stage. So it <laughs> might be good if you're like not like worried about it, so I trust your judgment. <laughs> okay. um, my Twitter handle, if people want to find me, it's at Chloe underscore A. Wilson. Uh, Chloe, C-H-L-O-E, just in case you try and add a few Ks in there, which (laughs) happens. Thank you, Kardashians.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to thank you guys for joining. Uh, thank you for having us. us. Yeah, thank yeah you. this is a great conversation. You could have just oh. let it lose. I could just sat back and been like, Yay! I love right. the
1: sound of my own voice. You, really? yeah, you know that, yeah. <laughs>
0: that could just be me in here alone all day. In the creepy closet room that we have. <laughs> we always reference this room in a I weird know, way.
1: I don't know why the lights have to be off, for though. <laughs> that would be really <laughs> creepy. I don't know why she could do that. I'm kidding. That was a joke. The lights are on. It's We fine. can actually see each other. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can't
0: see us now. Uh, um. Um, thanks for listening as always guys if you're uh, listening on iTunes if you can please rate and review we, we'd always appreciate it uh, we're going to be having a QA and a episode coming soon so I actually think in, it'll be a week after this one I believe uh, so if you guys have any questions about where to start reading or you know what what jo- what type of jobs people do here uh, that's really what I like to spotlight is like different types of jobs of all these things that you may never know existed in this office um, you could also ask us really random questions like what type of peanut butter we like? I mean, we could talk about that. Uh, you know, but what's that your f- favorite
1: kind of Oreo? Just normal questions. You know, what? That, that is a
0: thing we do here at Marvel. We have Oreo tasting day things. Well, not so much now that Arun's gone, but we did. We would sad have, day. Like, that was a sad yeah. day. Was, it's, it's a
1: sad day. He's completely gone from I, us. Yeah, he I ran know. away to sci-fi. And, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and God bless him, but those Oreos, oh God. Yes.
0: <laughs> but seriously, if you guys have any questions, please tweet them at Marvel, hashtag Woman of Marvel, or email them to us at womenof@marvel.com. at marvel.com. We'll try to get to all of them. Uh, and thanks for all the emails and notes that you guys have been sending to us. Uh, thanks again to Chloe and Liz for joining us. Well, thank hey, you. Hey, thank you. Cool. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe.